Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening, everybody, and this is our first ever, I think, that we've titled it, What Would You Do for Mother's Day? So everybody out there listening on ACB Media and Clubhouse and in in my room here, um, if you're a mother, aunt, friend, confidant, whatever, I, I wish you a very happy Mother's Day. Um, I want to thank Katie, who is my host in Zoom tonight, and Belle, who is doing our streaming and connecting in Clubhouse. So thank you, girls, very, very much. I appreciate you. And thank you, everybody, for being here. So tonight, the theme is, okay, what did your mom make you when you were growing up that was really special? Or what was one of your Favorite things to make your mom, because I, you know, when I'd go over to mom's house when I was an adult and I'd say, mom, what can I bring for dinner? And she'd say, I'll bring this or bring that or you don't have to bring anything. You know, it just depends. So what did you take to mom's house or what did she make you or what was one of your mom's favorite meals? So if you'd like to share Please raise your hand and please know we are being streamed. So I would ask everybody to stay muted unless Katie calls on you or Belle lets us know that you want to talk in Clubhouse. So let's get this Mother's Day celebration started. And we're going to kick it off with Carolyn. Go ahead, please, Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. Hey. Um, my mother, it was hard for me to decide, but. My mother loved banana bread, and a friend of hers made banana bread and put lemon juice in it, a little bit mm. of lemon juice, that it made all the difference, just a couple of tablespoons of lemon juice. So the recipe I submitted is from onceuponachef.com, uh, a Marylander lady uh, in the metro D.C. area who is a chef. And she makes her banana bread by putting two tablespoons of lemon juice in it. So you could really do this in any recipe that you have. I just happen to have her recipe that's not any different from any other banana bread recipe. She just puts two tablespoons of lemon juice in it. Okay, you're going to share the recipe? So, okay. Yeah, I'll read it. I just, okay. I just do that with any recipe, though. This no, one's not. I know, but no, we want your recipe. <laughs> okay. One and three fourths cup all purpose flour, one teaspoon baking soda, one teaspoon baking powder. So now we can all use your self rising flour, see, for this. <laughs> one half teaspoon salt, one stick butter softened, three quarters cup sugar, two large eggs, one cup mashed very ripe bananas from two or three ripe bananas, two tablespoons fresh lemon juice from one lemon, one and a half teaspoons vanilla, um, reheat the oven to 350 degrees, butter and flour. 
a nine by five inch metal loaf pan. I don't know why it has to be metal, but that's what she said. In a medium bowl, whisk together the dry ingredients. And in the bowl of an electric mixer, beat the butter and sugar to light and fluffy, about two minutes. Add the egg, lime, add the mashed bananas, and uh, vanilla extract. Um, add the flour mixture till just incorporated. It's okay if there's some lumps. Pour the batter into the loaf pan. Um, bake until a tester comes out clean, 40 to 45 minutes. Let cool in the pan, and the bread can be frozen up to three months. Well, I can't make it because I don't have a I don't have a metal loaf pan. Oh, gee, like I think that's really going to make a difference. I mean, come on. Well, I love banana bread, so <laughs> thank you, dear. Thanks for being here. And uh, do, are you a mother? Do you have children? My, I have I have one son who's in his thirties and two grandbabies. So, oh, well, happy Mother's California. Day! Thank you, and happy Mother's Day to you thank and everybody you. else. Here. Thanks. All right, Katie. Who's next? Next is Dolly. Go ahead, please, Dolly. Hey, Dolly. How are you tonight? You're unmuted, Dolly. Sorry, I muted myself. I thought I was <laughs> muted. <laughs> um, thank you. And yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Happy Mother's Day to everyone who's a mother or knows a mother. Um, mm -hmm. I I didn't, I was not prepared for the recipe. Um, it's just, it's okay. just been hectic around here. But I just wanted to share, my mom and dad came from Europe. So most of our dishes were, um, we called it Ma's coffee cake because she made coffee cake a lot. She made kolachkis, you know, different foods like that, that I remember. Mm -hmm. um, what was your favorite? A, um, gosh, both uh, the kolachki and the coffee cake. She made, she made a lot with solo pie filling. And that uh -huh. that really hard to find. It's S O L O solo uh -huh. pie uh -huh. filling. Never heard and of it, it. Oh yeah, um, and it used to be sold everywhere, but now it's kind of hard to find. You could get raspberry and uh, poppy seed. She even took like a yellow cake mix and like a Betty Crocker, and she threw some of um, the pie filling in that and stirred it up and baked the cake. And she made like a poppy seed cake out of that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And then my mother-in-law, she was, um, she, she liked to eat out a lot and she, she would always order coconut shrimp. <laughs> she loved coconut shrimp. So that's about all. Yeah. Oh, and my cool. mom and dad they used to own a bakery. They owned a bakery years ago, and and uh, they lost it in the depression. It, my, they would just give away stuff. People would oh, say, "We'll pay wow. you later. Pay you oh, later." Oh. And then when dad went to collect, <laughs> they didn't. They acted like they didn't know him. Yeah. 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 
So that was that was hard on them, but they were good. She was a good baker and a cook, you know. It sounds like we they ate, were also good people. Yeah, and we ate special dishes like um, cabbage rolls and, you know, things like that. Things, healthy stuff that fish, lots of fish. I love Friday. cabbage rolls. Yeah, <laughs> I and love Fridays, cabbage rolls. And Fridays were um, polenta and, and uh, oh, she would have, she'd bake macro, you know. I didn't uh-huh. know what a hamburger was until I became a teenager. Wow. Yeah, and then I found out, you know, I went to, um, like, a, a, they called it a donut shop or, a, you know, little little diner with some friends. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> First time I ever had a hamburger was when I was a teenager, you know. <laughs> we never ate out. Well, we thank you, dear. Out. Thank you so much, and thanks for being here, and happy Mother's Day. Well, thank you. Yeah, we got three girls and two grandkids. and. Aww. They're all married and live out of town. So I yeah. think I'm going to still celebrate with a pizza on Sunday, Mike and I. <laughs> well, as long as you don't have to cook. That's all that matters. Right. And I'm not going to. <laughs> all right, honey. Thanks for being here. Okay. Thank you. All right. Who's next, Katie? Next, we have Vicki. Go ahead, please, Vicki. Hi, Vicki. How are you tonight? Hey, Sheila. Hey, everybody. I'm doing good. Um, my mom used to make the best brownies and, you know, back in the day, they made everything from scratch. Even Mm -hmm. they put icing on the, uh, brownies, but, uh, anyway, she also made, uh, good, uh, really good spaghetti sauce and fried chicken. I have to confess, I have a recipe that my mom didn't make, but it's so easy and it involves pasta. So I'm going to give this out right now. The name of it is angel hair layered pasta casserole. And the ingredients are one 16 ounce box of angel hair pasta, one and one half pounds of ground beef, um, 16 ounces of tomato sauce, one 10 ounce can of cream of mushroom soup, one eight ounce container of sour cream, one 26 ounce or a jar, I'm sorry, 26 ounce jar of spaghetti sauce and two cups of shredded cheese. It could be uh, cheddar or Colby Jack or whatever you want. All you have to do is brown your beef and drain that. And of course you cook your pasta according to directions on the package. In one bowl, you mix the uh, cooked ground beef with the tomato sauce and spaghetti sauce. In another bowl, you combine your soup and your sour cream. And so um, to make this, after, after this is done, you use a 9 by 13 inch casserole dish and you put half of the meat mixture, then half of the angel hair pasta, half of the soup and sour cream mixture, and then put cheese on top of that. And then you do a second layer with these same items in the same order. And you cover the casserole dish and bake for one hour at um, 350 degrees. And you want to make sure the cheese is on top and that it is 
melted. And a friend gave me this recipe and she said it makes a lot. It so this would be like a, it. Uh, yeah, it sounds like yeah. it'd be, and it probably would freeze pretty well too if you have leftovers. I would think so. I yeah, would think I would. so too. Mm-hmm. And my mom sounds yes, good. It, yeah, I, I, I want to make it. I want to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I do too. Me too. Me too. I'd have to invite ten people over to eat it. <laughs> well, so well, so would I. I know it. I would too. But mm-hmm. uh, it's good to have a recipe like this if you were going to a potluck or mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. Yep. No, it it does. It sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. So thank I'm, you, dear. Well, okay. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day. Katie, who's next? Peggy. Go ahead, please, Peggy. Hi, Peggy. Hi. Um, yeah, I used to take, well, I used to, my mother used to like a few things that I make, but, uh, well, that I make, but uh, I instead picked something that she used to make that my brother and I both loved, and uh, she made it a fair amount, especially in the fall, obviously. But um, so she made this apple crisp. It's really funny though. My, my brother and I keep fighting over the name because he swears it was called apple pandowdy, and I said no, she called it apple crisp, you know. But anyway, <laughs> he makes it all the time for his family too. His uh, his daughters and grandkids love it. So anyway, but um, it's pretty simple. Um, and we used to make it in like one of those uh, 11 by 7 inch pans, but I'm sure you could do it in 8 by 8 or something. You mix um, three tablespoons of water with three tablespoons of sugar, and you stir that up and put that in the bottom of the pan. And then put um, cut up um, six apples, peeled, cored, and sliced. Then you mix up a, a topping of one cup of brown sugar one cup of flour, and a quarter of a cup, uh, which is half a stick of butter, and a dash of salt. And so you just mix that up kind of until it's crumbly and sprinkle that on top, and then you bake it at 350 for one hour. And, of course, it's fabulous with ice cream, vanilla mm. ice cream. <laughs> mm. Yum. Yeah, very simple. I like simple. I like good. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, dear. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I saw that recipe and I was like, oh, this sounds easy. Yeah, and I've actually like halved it or quartered it. So even like you can make a one person serving if you kind of quarter it, like one apple and like a quarter of the topping or something. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, you can you can <laughs> adjust it if you need to. Yep. Yeah. Although if I if I didn't, I would make the eight by eight or nine by nine, and I'd eat the whole darn thing. <laughs> yeah, I know it's easy to do that. So, oh. all, <laughs> all right, right. thank you, dear. <laughs> all right, Katie. Mary Grace, go ahead. Hi, please. Mary Grace. How are you? Okay. Hello. Um, this recipe is was my mother's. I mean, this was something that she. It was her, she made it all the time. She made it for her birthdays. Uh, she made it if we were going on a picnic. I mean, this was her signature recipe. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not an easy recipe. I will tell you that. <laughs> um, I will send it if you want me to, but I will tell you it's not an easy recipe. I would love it if you would send it because if it's not easy, easy, I don't want to have to listen to the recording. <laughs> well, no, I'll, 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 
whoa, you, you don't want me to record to tell you? No, no, oh, no. Oh. I want you to oh, tell okay. us. I'm just saying okay. I don't uh, want to have to listen yeah. to the recording for the recipe. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, I, I will send it. Uh, the other thing is uh, you got to remember that I'm an old lady. So, you know, my mother, I didn't bring anything for my mother because she died in 58. So, you know. Oh, um, goodness. I'm sorry. Uh, but, but, you know, even today, on my birthday, I will ask my niece to make this for me. Aww. Because <laughs> uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's my mother. Anyway, this right. is orange sponge cake. One and a fourth cups cake flour. Uh, one fourth teaspoon salt, six eggs, the rind of one orange, one fourth cup orange juice, one and a fourth cup sugar, one half teaspoon cream of tartar. Okay, sift flour and measure. Or, well, yeah, sift. It says sift again with salt, but I don't really think that's necessary. Uh, great uh, orange and squeeze juice. Uh, separate large eggs and beat yolks until light. Gradually beat in sugar until fluffy. Stir in orange rind. Add orange juice alternately with flour. Beat well after each addition. Beat egg whites until frothy. Sprinkle in cream of tartar and beat until eggs hold soft peaks. Gently stir yolks into whites. Pour into a 10-inch grease tube pan and uh, bake at 325 for one hour. Invert, cool for one hour. Now the frosting, which is really good, is <laughs> four tablespoons margarine or butter, six tablespoons orange juice, the rind of one orange and uh, three and a half cups confectionery sugar. Um, and um, it says uh, cream margarine and add rind, uh, add juice and sugar alternately. And uh, as I say that, you know, this was my mother's signature cake and she brought it everywhere and we all loved it. I'm sure. Sounds wonderful. It is. It's really good. <laughs> and, you know, anytime you have a sponge cake, it's it's lighter than yeah. just it's, cake. It's very light, and that frosting is delicious. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, thank you, dear. You're welcome. Very, very much. Thanks for being here. Well, I'm glad to be here. And happy okay. Mother's Day. Oh, thank you. You too. I am a mother, and I'm a grandmother, so... Oh. <laughs> All right, Katie, who's next? Next is Patty. Go ahead, please, Patty. Hi, Patty. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. Good. Um, I'm I'm a I'm a dog mom, and I have lots of um, um, godchildren, so I, I certainly qualify. You are a mother. That's right. Yeah, that's right, and. And um, I had I had a wonderful mother, and I can't remember it was Carolyn I think talking about her mom making stuff from Europe, and my mom was the same way, all kinds of Polish type dishes, um, and, and just wonderful chicken. But I, I think looking back, this is a little bit further back, but my grandmother had an old wood stove, and she made the best 
sugar cookies and those in that stove. I wish I could give each of you one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Your cookies go pretty good on auctions. (laughs) They sure do. I I inherited that. Anyway, I I picked a salad that um, we lived on a farm and sometimes people would show up at the, you know, drop of a hat. And my mom always had to have something quick to serve because, you know, you got to serve the guests. So she always had all these ingredients on hand. So I chose this fruit salad. It requires one 16-ounce can of fruit cocktail, undrained, and one 20-ounce can of um, pineapple tidbits, undrained, uh, 11-ounce can of mandarin oranges, those you drain, um, two cups of miniature marshmallows, one package of instant lemon pudding, and all you do is mix all of it together until it's well mixed and uh, refrigerate for at least three hours before serving, if not longer. It, it takes a while to um, get, get all those ingredients um, you know, melted into the one good flavor, and, and it is good. I read that and, recipe, and I, uh, I never thought about putting lemon pudding or any kind of pudding into a fruit salad. And I think you could add vanilla if you want. She always just used oh, lemon because she always had the stuff on hand. And I it just, just it, it just sounds so good. And it's such a summer. It was a nice summer summer salad too, like for yeah, picnics. Yeah, because you yeah. didn't have to worry about mayonnaise or anything. And it probably thickens the juice yes, up with it the, does, with yes. the pudding. Yeah, it would yeah, thicken the up pudding, the juice yeah. from the mm-hmm. uh, fruit cocktail. Yeah, that's, the that's your liquid is your juices. Yeah. So, yep. Ah. Uh, yeah, well, I liked it. Well, share Mother's the Day. other one. You, you, oh. you sent me two because that other one sounded really good, too. Um, can you come back to me while I find it? Oh, um, sure. Yeah. Sheila? Okay. Yeah, not a problem. All right. Who's next, Katie? Starry. Go ahead, please, Starry. Hi, Starry. How are you tonight? Hi, Sheila. I finally remembered to make it into recipe swap. Well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> Um, I'm okay. That's Good. what I'm going to say. Yep. I don't have a recipe this time. So I just want to say I really love the sound of that angel hair casserole. It does sound good, uh, doesn't it? Sound, it reminds me of lasagna. I really want to eat some of that. <laughs> uh, also, it reminds me of my last pasta debacle because I was trying to bake some, I mean, um, boil some angel hair. <laughs> Well, if anybody out there is listening and they don't get our documents, which we now, if I'm correct, the uh, last time was either 69 or 70. I don't remember. Um, But you can send an email to community at acb.org and ask them to send me your in your email and I will reach out to you and ask you what recipes you would like and then I will be happy to send them to you because I've got them all in a document folder so Starry what did your mom make that you loved my mom actually did not make things she wasn't a cooker or a baker Mm-hmm. Uh, the most I remember is she would make meals for Thanksgiving, but nothing like Mother's Day or Father's Day or Valentine's Day or anything like that. Well, what'd she make you for Thanksgiving that you liked? Ah, uh, I always liked the potato salad. So good. Okay. <laughs> and she usually made um, 
corn and mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese. So delicious. Yum. She okay. made turkey too, but I didn't really like to eat the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. You can like the corn and the mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, and she made sweet potatoes. I love, love, love sweet potatoes. Before I ever tasted pumpkin pie in university, sweet potato pie was my most favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I thank you so much, Sheila. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for being here. All right. Who's next? No hands, Sheila. What? I know those of you that are here have. Oh, wait, had... wait, wait, wait. I, Mr. I, Herbie popped up his hand. I Go figured, ahead, I figured <laughs> we would guilt somebody in here. Hey, Herbie, how are you? I'm not going to say Happy Mother's Day to you, but I'm going to say Happy <laughs> Mother's Day to your mother. <laughs> Herbie, I know you know how to unmute. <laughs> He is unmuted. Herbie. How about we take our next person and come back to Herbie? Okay. Eugene, go ahead, please. Hey, Eugene. Good evening. How are you tonight? I'm I not going to say happy Mother's Day to you either. <laughs> but I'm going to say happy Mother's Day to all you ladies that are on the phone or on the call. <laughs> Hope you all have a good Mother's Day. My mom didn't do too much for Mother's Day and when we did, we normally would take her out to eat, and her favorite place was Red Lobster. So, anytime I know, she but what to go, what did she, what did she make at any time that you liked that was one of your favorite meals while you were growing up? Uh, well, I was only there until age uh, twenty, and uh, I did most of the cooking, so uh, wasn't too much. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, she didn't do much of the cooking. But I did have a question for that uh, apple, Chris. Can you substitute apple pie filling instead of using cut up apples? Uh, that was Peggy. I'm, I'm sure you could. You wouldn't have to put the water and the sugar in uh, that you did at the very beginning. But I'm sure you could use apple pie filling and then put the same um, the topping. topping on. Right. Okay, Thanks. good. So he's cutting up all the apples. Probably wouldn't have to um, cook it as too long. Work, too, much work, like too, much work, too much work. Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, make it simple. Make it easy. You know. Hey, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Eugene. All right. Next, we have Patty. Patty, I'm, she must have found your other recipe. She yep. found I, the other I, recipe. I found it. Yeah, I did. It's called Easy tuna salad and it, it makes sandwiches and it's it's really handy it requires two tablespoons of mayonnaise and two tablespoons of the plain greek yogurt and i use a tablespoon of lemon juice it calls for half a lemon but a tablespoon works just fine <laughs> um, two cans of tuna that are drained two dill pickles finely chopped one-fourth cup diced red onion, and some salt and pepper to taste. And you combine your mayonnaise, yogurt, and lemon juice together in the bowl. Add your drained tuna, and then stir in the pickles and onions, and add seasonings to your desire. And you mix it well, and then you can, you know, serve it on 
um, buns of sandwiches, or you can serve it on on bread and make tuna salad sandwiches, and and they go over really well. Another easy summer, <laughs> another easy summer meal. It is, and you know, I've never made tuna with dill pickles, and I love dill pickles, but I've always right. done the sweet relish. So it, I might have. I have to- too, but she. She made it this way, and I love dill pickles, so that, I think, kind of became yeah. our family favorite versus the, the sweet relish. Yeah, I, I might have to try it, because I'll, I'll bet it's really good. And it sounded really good when you sent it, so thanks for sharing. Yeah. All right, Katie. Starry's hand is up. Go ahead, please, Starry. Yes, ma'am. How many ounces of tuna? Well, it would, Patty, it would be the two five-ounce, right? Yeah, I use the two five-ounce cans. Yeah, or or you could use one large can, too, so whichever yeah. it works for you. Whichever one is cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so it's two two of the small cans or one large can, sorry. Yes. But make sure you drain it. You got to drain yes. it. So. Oh. All right. Okay, Herbie, you're up. Hey, Herbie. Okay, am I working now? Yes, yes, you are. Yay. I don't know. Are you are you working or are you just talking? That's a good question. <laughs> I, I was having technical difficulties, which I did not know about until I unmuted, and you couldn't hear me. And I, I thought that was it's really okay. Sad. It's all good. I was a little worried about you wishing me Happy Mother's Day there, but uh, how how what kind of stuff did your does your mom make? Or I know because your mother is still living. My yep, she is my mother, and I don't really have a good recipe for this. Her type of dinner is a beef casserole where you just throw everything in meat and vegetables and let it cook for several hours. And if the beef turns out uh, nice and tough, that's okay. <laughs> so, um, I don't know how you want to put that in your recipe. No, how, I'm not going to put it, okay? okay. <laughs> so, what do you um, make for your mom that she likes? Because I know you're a good cook. You know, I'm trying to think. What was it? Cause I've, I've made a couple things for my mom, but not very many things, actually. Um, but I did cook for her, like, one time after she had surgery, and I think I did hamburgers and homemade fries that day, but we're going back like 20 years, so the memory's a little bit fuzzy on that one. And there was another time that we did, I think, cook like a chicken stir fry together. Um, it was some kind of, but we've I've never really cooked much for her actually. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing I did cook for her, because I had to cook it actually as a graduation dinner, so it was for my mom and my dad and several people, was I did a chicken stir-fry. It had, uh, like, your chicken and carrots and celery. It had, like, the uh, stir-fry noodles. And I want to say I did, like, a salad with it. So, um... I remember cooking that, and that was a long time ago. But, uh, <laughs> I've given my mom a lot more recipes to try over the years. In fact, she's gonna she has really liked one of the recipes, like the recipe we're gonna do for my cooking call next week, the spicy roasted chicken. So uh-huh. uh, she really likes that one. So it's been more I've given her recipes to try that I've done, and she's tried them. So she's liked that. She's liked the uh, sticky garlic chicken. 
And uh, she's also become a fan of making Hamburger Helper and uh, Chicken and a Biscuit. Oh, good. But one one thing that we do make that is a specialty is, um, and I've kind of tried to make it, but it's so expensive, is lamb. And we just sprinkle, like, she'll just sprinkle, like, some rosemary on it, and then she'll do, like... So, because we're uh, half British, so you know this is kind of uh-huh. a heritage thing. So, uh-huh. you know, we'll do like ram, lamb, and roasted potatoes. And uh, she can sometimes she'll just get them from the store most of the time, but she'll do like the uh, Yorkshire puddings. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. very good, yep. awesome. Yeah, where does she live? I don't remember. Uh, Marysville, Washington, just north okay. of Seattle. I knew. I thought it was out west. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you, Herbie. Thanks for being here. Anytime. All right, Katie. Anybody else? No hands, Sheila. All right. Well, then I guess we're going to end our call early tonight. My mother loved anything I would bring to her house. Of course, I loved anything she made as I was growing up because My mother was disabled, and she loved to cook, and she was a good cook, and she was an experimental cook, so she would cook anything and everything, and if we didn't like it, she didn't make it again, So, but um, she was an outstanding cook. In fact, I didn't learn how to cook until I was out of the house and had to learn how to cook because mom didn't teach me. She just you know that was her area and all I did was wash dishes and eat her dinner she wasn't she didn't allow me to cook so everything I learned to cook was after I was grown and married and (laughs) out of out of her um, realm Sheila we have a hand okay Vicki go ahead please yes ma'am Hey, hey, Sheila and everybody. You know, I didn't do a lot of cooking either until I was in my 20s when I got my apartment. But anyway, um, you all will get a kick out of this. You know, we all go for recipes and cookbooks. Well, I remember I was talking to my grandmother and I wanted to know how to make biscuits. And I said, Grandma, can you tell me, can you give me a recipe as to how to make biscuits? And she said, (laughs) well, there's really no recipe for it. She says, I just put a little bit of this and a little bit of that in it. And I said, well, how do you know if you're putting too much flour or too much baking powder? She said, oh, I just know, you know, you just know what to do. And I never got a recipe from her. I mean, I... I got it out of a cookbook, but it's so interesting. They did not. They didn't have recipe. Uh-uh. They just knew what to do. Uh-uh. And I thought people might like to hear that. Well, not only that, Vicki, but I have to tell you, my ex's um, grandmother was the best biscuit maker in the oh, world. Oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. And Mama could make the best biscuits. And she told me how to make them. So I said, okay, Mama, I'm going to try so I tried and my ex came in the house one day and he came into the kitchen and he said, what kind of cookies are these? <laughs> I said, they're not cookies, they're biscuits. 
<laughs> well, I think the first time I made biscuits, when I did get a recipe, they all were flat. They didn't they rise. I don't know what I did wrong. No, mine were. They were horrible. <laughs> so were mine. <laughs> they went in the trash. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, so, I'm you might right like there with that. you. <laughs> All but right, you're thanks. right. You're right. And yeah. I don't measure stuff. I mean, the only time I measure things are, you know, if, if it's banana bread, it's two cups of flour. Okay. That's, you know, that's what I use. Right. But right. if I'm just cooking, cooking, I just throw it in. and It depends on what I'm making is if I measure something, you know, it right. just depends on the recipe on right. what I'm making. So. Right. Right. All right. Thank you, dear. All right. Next is Monica. Go ahead, please, Monica. Hey, girlfriend. Well, hello there. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, I would like to tell you about a recipe I did make for my mom. And she loved it so much that she said, you got to give that to me. And she's been sharing it with everyone, like making it for them. So awesome. Um, I'm sorry, I, I didn't think I'd be called on so soon, so let me find it. Okay, <laughs> it's called chicken spaghetti. I know everyone makes theirs a little different, but a friend of mine gave me this, and this is the one I love. So I'm sure if someone else gives me one, I'll probably love it too. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to, my ingredients list is listed in, well, you know, in my instructions here. So. First, you would boil six chicken breasts or two to three packages of drumsticks and thighs. And you would reserve the broth. Um, but you could, you could also, like I would, I typically would um, put adobo seasoning on my meat. And I would rub it in and let it sit for a couple hours. It would take flavor. And then I'd boil them. Um, let the chicken cool and cut into bite-sized pieces. Next, cook 10 ounces or three quarters to one pound of spaghetti in the reserve broth. And make sure the spaghetti is not too overdone. Drain over a bowl and reserve the remaining broth. Okay. Uh, chop a medium-sized onion and a bell pepper. That's the third step. Saute them in one stick of butter, but don't brown them. Four in a nine by 13 inch casserole dish, put all these ingredients, all these ingredients will be combined and you mix them well. So you would put in the chicken pieces, spaghetti, vegetables with the butter, remaining broth, and you, let me see. You might not be able to use all the broth, but pour enough so it's well moist. I don't like that word. Okay. <laughs> You'd also add two cans of cream of chicken soup, a jar of pimentos drained, and one cup of cheddar cheese. Mix these ingredients very well so that everything gets incorporated. Uh, let's see. Okay. 
the fifth step is add as much cheddar cheese as you want to the top of the casserole <laughs> mixture. Shredded is best. Like you can shred it with a grater. Six, cover well and cook for 30 minutes at 375 degrees. The last step, top with sour cream on individual servings if desired. Mm. And it, it serves a lot of people and it's great the next day too. <laughs> Yum. And you said your mom makes it now? Yeah, she makes it. <laughs> She's made it several times. <laughs> So I'm glad I was able to share it with her. That's awesome. Thanks for letting me share. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Tell her happy Mother's Day. I will. And happy Mother's Day in advance to you. Thank you, dear. All right, Katie. Starry, go ahead, please. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I was just going to say, to make biscuits, you throw a pinch of this and a dab of that in there. (laughs) That's pretty much what it calls for. Actually, no, I just buy the Pillsbury Frozen. (laughs) All right, Katie, anybody else? No, ma'am. All right. Well, I have... You know, uh, I have my sweet potato casserole, which I will add that my mother absolutely loved. And my pea salad, which my mother loved. But I just, I remember my mother making so many things that it's just so hard for me to think of anything specific that she made that I loved. She used to make short ribs in a pan and she would add apples and brown sugar and I don't know what else she put in it but I do remember that I loved them and they were so tender and uh, you know short ribs are just little tiny things and they they would just fall off the bone but I don't know what she did and of course she passed away in 2006 so i can't ask her but um it was really good so so if nobody else has anything to share we have to decide what we're going to do in two weeks i know it's right before memorial day um i have been asked if we would do a mug recipe call i not sure that the 24th of March or May might be a good time to do that. Um, I know we've done picnic and we've done Memorial Day before, but what is everybody's thought? What would you like to do on the 24th? If you have an I idea. I think we could do Memorial Day again. You think Memorial Day? Yeah, I think that would be good. Okay, anybody else? Any other ideas? No hands. Okay. Well, then I guess on the 24th, we will do Memorial Day. And, you know, what would you take to a Memorial Day celebration? What would you take 
for a um, cookout. I know we've done it before, but we've got a lot of new people that are listening. So if you want to share email with me and want any of our recipes, please send an email to community at acb.org. And then I will be happy to personally communicate with you. And if nobody else has anything to add tonight, that's what our next topic will be. Katie and Belle, thank you so much for helping tonight. And thank you all and everyone out there that is listening on ACB Media or Clubhouse or here in the room. A very happy Mother's Day. And if you are lucky enough to still have your mom, give her a big hug or send her a virtual hug. So thank you all. Have a wonderful night.